Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Uh, real quick, if you haven't done it, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue, as well as Burns and McCoy. I'll tell you about Burns and McCoy here in a second. But real quick, giving you a quick rundown of today's show. Sometimes if you drop your device, like your phone or your watch, you just got to let it go. You just got to let it go, especially if your device is covered in feces. We'll get into that. Uh, Elon Musk, dude, you're playing a risky game. This decision, if he goes through with it, while I get it, could put the nail in the coffin of Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. Also, a breakthrough in science could allow you to speak to your pet. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And we'd also dive into the mailbag. Should be a lot of fun, but real quick, do yourself, your family, your friends, all of them. Do everybody a favor and go grab some Burns and McCoy today. Burns and McCoy, by far the best hot sauce around. It's my go-to. And Burns and McCoy is all about flavor first. That's what drew me to them is just how good it tasted. But they also got some heat. If you like the heat, they got it. If you like it mild, no worries. They got you covered. Burns and McCoy, like I said, is just top notch. Go ahead and go to burnsandmccoy.com and use promo code DeHuff and you're going to get 20% off your order. You're welcome. Anyway, my favorites are mango habanero, salsa verde, especially Roja, as well as scotch bonnet and sriracha. There's so many more that you need to check out. Again, go to burnsandmccoy.com. See all of their amazing flavors of hot sauces. Plus, they also got mustard and salsa. Burns and McCoy, it's a, it's a woman-majority family-owned business. Their focus is to only give you the highest quality products by using ingredients of the highest quality. Food's going to be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. Go ahead and grab a bottle of Burns and McCoy today. They are available at all grocery stores in the front range, but if you want that 20% off, you got to go to burnsandmccoy.com. That way it could just be delivered to your house. Let's be honest. That's the easy way to do it. And it's fun. <laughs> and go ahead and use that promo code DeHuff. You're going to get 20% off your next order. Go to burnsandmccoy.com. Real quick. Do you ever get just like weird random thoughts in your head? And you're like, man, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Let's be honest. That happens to me all the time. And last night, as I'm going to bed, I'm like, I got to write this down. <laughs> I got to write it down because it's so random, but so true. This is what I need to start doing. And maybe you do it too. It could help you out in so many ways. When we go buy security cameras from now on, you and me, that we don't have to be together. It's not like we need to meet up and be like, hey, let's go find some security cameras and do this. No, you and me, whenever we pass by them, whether we're together or not, okay, we need to do like dumb faces or walk funny or just do something entertaining in front of a security camera. Now, here's why, okay, just for the off chance that at some point, I will need or you will need to prove your whereabouts. And when the police or 
whoever of importance, pull up that footage. And they're like, oh, there they are. <laughs> that's him. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's him. And it's you or me just acting a fool. Would that not be hilarious? Come on. Be like, and imagine if that's like on uh, Dateline NBC. They're like, we had the, the, you know, they had to rule out this individual because he was the last person to see so-and-so. And they're like, well, no, that, that clearly the security footage shows that Scott was at Walmart. As you can see, that's him. He's pretending to be walking on the moon in the dog food aisle. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Bruh. slow movements. My arms are moving up and down. <laughs> and it's like clearly my face. <laughs> Time stamp. They're like, no, he didn't do it. He or whatever. Right. And now he's karate fighting in the cat toys. <laughs> That's just so funny. He's like <laughs> punching the bags, hit swatting at the toys. Did you ever see that old SNL bit where uh, Will Ferrell was uh, testing cat toys? <laughs> it's so funny. That's what I imagined. That'd be hilarious. Sorry, just a little bit of fun. And you know, you know, after listening to this, you're going to look at a security camera today. And you're gonna go, you're gonna make a stupid face. At the very least, you will make a stupid face and just be like, "Hi, how are you?" <laughs> That'd be great because that it would be so hilarious if they're like, "Okay, where's Scott's whereabouts?" You know, somebody stole this truck or whatever, and we need to rule everybody out. Okay, Scott said he was at Walmart at this time. Let's see if this motherfucker's lying. And they go through the footage. <laughs> and then there's me. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, trying to rush and dance, whatever that thing is where they kick their feet out. I'm doing that. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no, he's innocent. But let's keep watching. Come on. Listen, it'd be great. <laughs> your, your spouse or your, your significant others can be looking at you like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? He's hilarious. I love him. Let's go make love now. <laughs> On the, it, <laughs> uh, you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I saw this in. This has happened before. This is not the first time. I want to say this happened in Washington State like two years ago. But this time it's in Michigan. And Michigan State Police say a woman who was not identified dropped her Apple Watch into the toilet at the Dixon Lake Beach launch in uh, somewhere in Michigan. Otsego County around 11 a.m. She then climbed down into the pit to retrieve it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Why the fuck wasn't your watch on your wrist? And if it's if it was on your wrist, but it's so loose, tighten your shit up. My goodness. My goodness. Don't do that. That's disgusting. Police say the woman was unable to get herself out of the toilet and began yelling for help. Bystanders heard her cries and immediately called 911. Michigan State Police advised everyone to avoid climbing into a uh, confined space like, you know, a pit toilet 
if they lose an item. The sad thing is they have to say this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I lose my phone, watch, wallet, it's gone. I'm not going down to get it. The only way I'm going down into a toilet a toilet like that is if a, a child goes down there or somehow my wife or somebody goes down there. I'll be like, I'm, I'm not leaving you down there. And it becomes like a Mission Impossible scenario. You never see that on Mission Impossible. Come on, Tom Cruise, listen up. The next rescue mission <laughs> is one of your teammates falls down a porta potty or not a porta potty, an outhouse toilet. Come on, you got to rescue him. And he's like with the wires. Remember that one where he was on the wires and he can't touch anything? <laughs> That's what he'd be like. He's like, ew, gross, ew, ew, ew. God, it stinks down here. Holy shit. It's sad that the police have to say, Hey guys, don't go, don't go dropping in toilets, please. So disgusting. I hate outhouses like that. That that's gross. Porta potties are gross enough, but outhouses, that's another level of just nastiness. I understand and appreciate their importance. Don't act like I'm not, but my goodness, so gross, <laughs> so disgusting. Whenever I've had to use one of those or even a porta potty. I'm, I don't play with my phone. If I had a watch, I'm not going to be dicking around with that either because it's already in my head that uh, if I drop it down there, I'm never getting it back, never getting it back. So I tweeted this story out on you know Twitter yesterday. Michael wrote back, have you seen what's in those things? Apple Watch? Uh, no, that watch is done. The watch is no longer. Bye-bye to that watch. I guess the question is, how much money or value would it take for you to go into a, a pit toilet? Uh, well, I do have a price. I got to be honest, Michael. I do. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. If somebody offered me a million dollars, I would do it right now. No questions asked. You guys get a GoFundMe? I'll do it. Okay. But let's be honest, after I do it, I need to be rushed, <laughs> rushed away, <laughs> swept away to a place where I can be scrubbed off like I've been contaminated, like they strip off all of my clothes and burn them. And then people, it's like I'm thrown into a car wash completely naked. And at that point, I'm like, I don't care. I got a million dollars coming to me. And there's people with, like, giant scrub brushes in, in hazmat suits throwing soap on me and scrubbing my body. Meanwhile, I'm crying. And then my family's crying in the corner, like, this is what your daddy did for us. You should be thanking him. But he smells like poop now. He smells like poop. <laughs> yeah, just remember that when you're eating your caviar. Million dollars probably wouldn't go as far as I, I think it would be. So maybe five million. Listen, if somebody came to me with a million dollars and said, Listen, you said it on your podcast, you would jump in one of these outhouse toilets uh, for a million bucks. Here you go. Let's do it. And I'd be like, yeah, Okay, let's do it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. You guys get a GoFundMe. GoFundMe started. Get a bunch of rich people do it to sign up. Maybe we make the pot a little bigger. We'll make a big spectacle out of it. And then, boom, 
I'll, I'd probably also be because of all the bacteria and, and just disgustingness that can be down there. I'd probably have to be taken to the hospital and make sure that I don't get any sort of poop born illnesses type of thing. Right. If I come out of there the next couple of days, if I don't go to the hospital to get treated, I, I guarantee you I have pink eye. Okay. I'm guessing in both eyes. <laughs> Oh, gross, gross. What? Don't be judging me. You don't. No, because you're sitting there going, I don't know, a million dollars. That's. I don't think that's worth it. it. It is to me. It is to me. I can stretch that shit. If you've ever gone out to lunch with me, you understand. I'll do. I'll still do the classic. Ah, uh, where's my wallet? Uh, I was gonna pay, and then somebody else pulls out their wallet, and I'll be like, Oh, you sure? You sure? Okay. Okay. Scott, you just jumped into a toilet pit and you're still not going to pay despite the fact that you just got paid over a million dollars. I know, but I, I swear my wallet is, oh, they already got the check. Oh, I found it. <laughs> oh, darn it. Next time. Okay. Next time I'll buy appetizers. <laughs> Would you not? Let me know, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on social at dehuffpodcast. I, I, I can be bought. <laughs> I can be bought. Just about anything. Just about anything. I'm not going to suck anybody off for a million dollars. Sorry. I draw the line. Not a big fan of Wiener, okay? <laughs> it's not on my to-do list, okay? If it's on yours, that's fine. Just not, I just eh, I just don't fancy the cock. I don't. But I will jump in my pile of poo. <laughs> also, there's going to be a lot of regulations on that, too. It's just like, uh, do, I, how, do I have to fully submerge in it? Do I have, And how long do I have to be in there? All that stuff. So that's kind of interesting to think about. Uh, things to think about. Elon Musk. I don't know if he's fully thinking about this. I know Twitter or X is not doing as well financially as it once was. They were raking in billions of dollars at one time. Now, not so much. Not so much. Elon Musk is playing a risky game, and here's audio of him saying what he is trying to do to combat all these stupid bots that live on the platform. I think the most important reason that we're moving to having a small uh, monthly payment uh, for uh, use of the X system is uh, it's, it's, it's the only way I can think of to combat uh, vast armies of bots. So if you're a tech guy or lady and you have an idea of how to combat the bots without having to make people pay for something that was once free, even though it's a small, whatever the small number is, you need to reach out to Elon and bend his ear. Because if he does this, that's the end of Twitter. Even if it's a dollar, nobody's going to want to do that. I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay a whole $12 a year for, for a platform that's free. I get why he's doing it. Because bots are a huge problem. I see it all the time on, on my accounts. I'm like, oh, sweet. I get, and, and, you know, somebody sent me a message. Then it's just like, somebody's just like, hi, stud. 
And then it's just like, click on my link and see me play with myself. And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> not going to do that. So it's just, they're, they're always there. And, but that being said, they're on Facebook and, and Instagram too. I get those all the time. So this is not just a Twitter problem or X problem. This is everywhere has this problem. And the thing is, it's just more obvious, I guess, on Twitter. Or the fact that Meta doesn't actually talk about it really anymore. But I get why he's doing it. A paywall could cause a big obstacle for bots. But what happens when the bots figure a workaround? That's the other thing. Threads, by the way, Threads is sitting over there like the the dumb kid in class, just like he's picking his nose with his pencil and and just farting to himself. He's like, <laughs> Threads, you had an opportunity to dominate Twitter, essentially just smother Twitter out, but you were too dumb, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, on the execution. Now you're just sitting there in the in the corner of the room like a stale fart, just sitting there. Sitting there, everybody's just like, God, somebody open a window and get that thing out of here. That's what Threads is. Threads is a, a, a horrible joke. It had this opportunity to come in and, and do something about what we were you know, all complaining about with Twitter. And then, boom, they did nothing. A lot of talk, it, just no execution. Dak, uh, Jack Dorsey, I believe, is uh, the former CEO of Twitter. He's working on a legit rival to Twitter called Blue Sky. And right now, it's only by invite. So I am I put myself on the waiting list today. I don't know how long it takes to get the official invite from them. But what they're doing is they're working out the bugs. And apparently, there's a lot of them. But he's building it up to combat Twitter. And... This will be a true rival of Twitter on like threads. So once that officially is done and ready for public release without having the, the invite, expect Twitter or X to go away, especially if Elon Musk can't find a workaround to making people pay. I don't know. Maybe there's a way that he can say, if you want, to join the the I don't I don't know he I guess it's the whole credit card information is what's going to bog up the system with with Twitter so I don't know I don't know exactly how it works it's all nerd stuff to me but but if if Musk does this doesn't matter what the cost is unless it's like under a dollar I guess maybe I can justify it but still, it's just going to be annoying, and a lot of people will walk away. And I get he's trying to make it a cleaner, less congested of a, a stupidity. <laughs> Good luck on that one by doing this. But I just don't, I don't see it working. I can see it backfiring before it does anything. Scientists from Japan say they can understand what different chicken sounds mean thanks to AI. Finally, finally, AI being used for important stuff, like figuring out what chickens are saying. <laughs> Researchers claim by using technology to analyze chickens' vocalizations, they can decipher six 
distinct emotional states, including hunger, fear, anger, contentment, excitement, and distress within 80% accuracy. The study was spearheaded by University of Tokyo professor Adrian David Shiok, who is better known for his sex robot research. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. I, listen, he's much smarter than I am. But, but really, you go from sex robot research to what are chickens saying? It's just kind of funny. Now people in Wyoming are freaking out. <laughs> Sex robots and chickens? Yes, please. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It, it would have been funnier if it was sheep. Right, guys? <laughs> anyway, this is what uh, the professor said. Uh, actually, this is his research team. They said the research not only opens up new avenues for understanding and improving animal welfare, but also sets a precedent for further studies in AI-driven interspecies communication. That's actually an interesting thing, although I do think it could backfire in some, some ways, but overall, I think it's kind of cool. It's very cool, but I, I'm really having a hard time not looking past the whole sex robot and then talking chickens thing. That's just bizarre. <laughs> so bizarre. I actually have audio of a chicken translation. I know. I don't know how I tracked it down, but I did. I did. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. Hit play. Click. Did you see what Tina did today? That hoe laid her nasty ass egg next to mine. I don't think so. So I scrambled that thing. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Nobody else has that audio. Nobody. You're welcome. You get that here. Exclusive. <laughs> oh, and I also have this one. Hit play. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, food. Ah, I'm so scared right now. Welcome. <laughs> That's so dumb. But this could also backfire on people. Imagine attaching it to some dude's dog, and then you get some weird shit, and they're like, all right, let's hear from your dog. Um, you know, what is this? what's a good dog name? Um, Francis. <laughs> Who names a dog Francis? I don't know. But anyway, here's the dog, and the dog's just like, hey, is this thing working? How's it going? Okay, uh, I'm, I'm just going to assume it is working. Um, uh, can we address that Kyle is a chronic masturbator and it's a huge problem? That dude has some major issues. Golden Girl reruns should not be a thing of physical pleasure, Kyle. Humor, yes. Taking you to the pleasure promised land? No. It's the bark at the end that really just seals it as, wow, is that legitimate? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so funny. It's funny to me, okay? Fuck off. <laughs> I got a bunch of new listeners as of late, and you're sitting there going, what did I do? 
Why did I invest my time with this nonsense? Anyway, hey, we got more coming your way. The mailbag is wide open, and I can't wait to get into it. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, it's a great place to come hang out and watch some football. They're just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just east of Huron every Monday night from 6 to 8. I'm going to be out there hanging out with you, watching football, drinking cocktails, maybe even uh, partaking in $2 pints of Coors Light, and then grubbing on some amazing barbecue. This upcoming Monday, Satire Brewing, oh, one of my favorite breweries, they're going to be out there hanging out, uh, handing out some free merch. So go ahead, mark your calendar, come on out, watch football, drink some cocktails, hammer a few $2 pints of Coors Light, and eat some barbecue, and yeah, say hi to me. All that going down this Monday night, September 25th, from 6 to 8, Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron on the south side, 144th, Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> All right, this comes in from Dante. By the way, every time I hear the name Dante, I think of the movie Clerks. Do you ever see the movie Clerks? Great movie. It's like black and white, but it's, it was made in the, the 90s. It's a comedy film. Just, I want to say that was one of Ben Affleck and Matt Affleck and um, Matt Damon's first movies that they helped push forward. And it's hilarious. And one of the main characters is Dante. And he's always like, I'm not even supposed to be here. Anyway, Dante, <laughs> he says, what's your favorite character that you do and why? Also, are you working on any new ones? Um. I will say this before I forget the new ones. I was doing a British accent because my voice is still screwed up. Hopefully by Monday, it'll be all better, but it's just kind of stressed out right now. But like I can do a British be like, hello, how are you? Good evening. Thank you for joining the podcast. Today, we're going to take a stroll down memory lane as we discuss characters I've done in the past and some that might be on the horizon. What could they be? We won't know. Please come with me on the British Channel. <laughs> That's good enough, right? That's good British. It's kind of like a snobby British. Instead of like, Oi, what's going on here? Where's me mum? I don't know. I'm horrible at British accents. I guess if I was going to say my favorite character to do, as far as easiness to get into it, I, I think it's Cowboy to Huff. And that's where I'm just like, Hey, everybody, it's Cowboy to Huff. I got giant balls. Check them out. <laughs> that one's just easy to get into, so that's why I don't mind doing it. That being said, it's one of those things. It's like there's only so much you can say as Cowboy to Huff or any of my characters, really. It's just they're very short spurts of, of quote-unquote comedy. And then Connery's pretty fun to do. I get requests to do that one all the time, but that one is just, it's, it's it, it, literally saying the same things over and over again. It's just like, hello there. How are you? Hey, by the way, how's your mother? She's good. Connery. Why do you ask? Well, I saw her the other day and she seemed like she was having trouble walking. Be like, why was she having trouble walking Connery? I didn't notice that. Well, the reason is, is because I banged her last night. <laughs> I banged out her guts, I'll tell you that much. Oh, my God, Connery. Dis disgusting. 
So Connery's always gross. <laughs> gross. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Ozzy DeHuff is, is okay. Hey, guys, how's it going? Can't do it today because I usually am really high pitch with it. And I uh, can't really do that one right now. But uh, it, they're all fun. And as far as like new ones that I work on, like I, I was listening to something I did in yesterday's episode. And I'm like, oh, I've never done that voice before. So, most of the time they just come out. And that's just the way it works. Like when I did Cowboy to Huff and how that originated was with Joel Klatt and Mike Evans. We were doing a show and he was getting ready to go up to Cheyenne Frontier Days. And Mike whispers in my ear essentially through the intercom as we're doing the show and he's just like get ready to do a cowboy voice and i'm like fuck what what voice am i gonna do and i want to say i had an intern named austin next to me and i'm like what what am i gonna say and i had just remembered i watched there's two factors in why i decided to go all balls right is one i watched a family guy episode with ryan reynolds in there and he's like he says to peter something be like do i look okay i feel like i'm all balls in these in these in these pants something like that i i want to say out the audio somewhere do these pants look all right sometimes i put them on and i'm thinking i look all balls then also my wife the reason why i thought of that too was i'm i'm sitting there thinking of what am i gonna say and i had just watched that episode but also, my wife had just bought me these new jeans, and they were really tight around the growing. And I don't know what the hell is up with you you guys that like to smash your nuts in your pants because <laughs> they were not comfortable. I'm like, this is it was my entire shift. I'm like constantly going, God dang it. These are so uncomfortable. And, I'm, and then that's how all balls started to be like, and it just came out. And it was all improv and and sometimes improv works sometimes improv doesn't in that case it, it worked beautifully and we did an entire show three hour radio show because they brought this up to me i want to say like 605 in the morning and then we ended up doing it all the way up until nine o'clock where we'd constantly refer back and just be making ball jokes essentially the in, entire show is a show all about balls it's funny ask Next, next time you run into Joel Clatt or you message him on social media, just say something about Cowboy to Huff and All Balls something, and see what he says. If he responds to you, um, it'll most likely be in a positive light on that because he was a huge part of it, and it was just one of those things that just happened. But then you think about like Connery. I told you guys this not too long ago. I got inspired to do that voice by um, the movie Highlander when Connery slices the bad go guy's throat and then he, and the bad guy speaks and his voice is horrible and he's like, I see I improved your voice and then I banged your mother last night. And the more I exaggerate it, the better it sounds because there's times where I just, I'm so used to doing it, I think I, I don't exaggerate it enough when I go back and listen. So that that's one of those things. I, um. And then all the other ones, it's just like uh, they're just kind of shoot from the hip, I guess. Except for I, I got I stole Adam Sandler's mom's voice from his comedy albums, and I don't know if I'll be able to do it with my voice being strained. But he's just like, "Hi, honey, how are you? What are you doing here? Oh, you're supposed to be at school learning, 
No, you're here. It ain't your meatballs. Doesn't right? So I kind of stole that. If you ever pull up one of his, do it for your mama. Hi, honey. Why don't you sit on the corner of the bed and play with your cock and balls? That's like a whole bit that he did, and it's hilarious. Slow down, Jimmy. You're already halfway done your sandwich. You're going to get a bellyache. No, I'm not. I'm hungry. I know, but you shouldn't eat so fast. You're rushing, honey. You're going to choke. Put down your sandwich and beat off your cock and balls for a little bit. Pace yourself. Oh, God. I can never hold a candle to Adam Sandler or anybody, but I did steal that, and when you listen to mine, Versus his, you can tell, okay, yeah, the Huff is a cheap ripoff of Adam Sandler as far as that voice goes. So, yeah, the uh, and, and like as you listen to this, I'll I'll throw in ones at random because they just pop out of my, my head. And it's funny, too, because a lot of people are like, I just do weird voices. I, I can't really say that I'm an expert at any of them. I just have weird random voices that I do, okay? I'm not going to say I do an amazing Sean Connery, because I don't think I do. I've heard other people do them, and I'm like, fuck, that sounds so much better than mine. But I, I don't think mine is really meant to be hardcore spot on. I think it's also funny when people do voices and they don't sound anything like that. Be like, have you heard uh, the Huff's Conor McGregor? Be like, no, what's the Huff's Conor McGregor? Be like, <clears throat> hold on here, ready? We're top of the morning to you. I'm ready to get in the octagon and fight somebody. Look at me. I'm Conor McGregor. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Sounds nothing like him, but it's funnier, right? <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Like when I used to do the impression of Brandon Stokely, who has a like a kind of a Cajun accent. I'm like, I can't do Cajun. Somebody's like, you should do a, a, a Brandon Stokely voice. I'm like, I can't do Cajun. I was looking up Cajun voices, and I'm like, I... I don't know. It's just such a weird thing. And like a lot of it, you you have no idea what the fuck they're saying, especially the real thick Cajun accents. So I'm like, I'll just do whatever, <laughs> just whatever comes out. And I think that's funnier. And I think, what was it? Uh, I'm like, I'm a raging Cajun right now. Look at me. I'm hotter than a red pepper. Peyton Manning's my best friend. He is so great. Sometimes I like to snuggle up against him when he's sound asleep. He has no idea. <laughs> I break into his house, crawl up the stairs, and then crawl into bed with him. Mmm, he smells like cinnamon toast. He is delicious and my best friend. Peyton, I love you. But the, And he sounds nothing like that. And that's what makes it funny. I'm a, I'm a raging Cajun. I'm hotter than a red pepper. Those are just two random things that I just thought of on the on the spot. And then people just... They better not play those sound bites at, at the fan anymore. If they do, they owe me money. Like $5 million. <laughs> Either that or I'll jump in a vat of poo. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if there's any. The rich Russian billionaire, I've done that several times. I told you about that. The reason why I stopped doing that one for a while because a bunch of uh, Russians actually threatened my, you know, my life because I was doing it. And they're like, that is not funny. We do not appreciate your accent of the Russian influence. And, and then, then they would they're like, if we see you on the street, we will break your face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. But the reason why is I would do that voice. I'd be like, I am a rich Russian who owns New Jersey Nets. 
and then blah, 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 I'll break your face, blah, blah, blah. And then I would just switch it into, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got you. You were like, oh, no, he's going to beat me up. And I'm like, I must break you. And I was like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got you. Anyway, I got to go feed my goat. And apparently that offended the Russians. <laughs> but I could, do a, I could do an Irish accent and nobody seems to care. They're like, that's ah, fine. Just get back to my beer. <laughs> oh, so dumb. So anyway, I hope that answers your question, Dante. Ultimately, it's just, I, it's whatever comes out. Like, um, what is it? Like the clown. Like we were on this podcast, we were joking around about um, killer clowns because clowns are fucking horrible. And and it's funny because I did have one person reach out to me and say, I'm actually going to school to learn to be a clown and a professional clown. And I find this offensive. And at first I was like, is this guy like uh, joking? But as he was going on, he's like, he's just like giving details of like what he is doing. And I looked it up and sure enough, he's going to the school to be a clown. And anyway, that guy should be on a list. <laughs> Because on a watch list, because come on, come on. The clowns just freak me out. Okay. I've never met a clown that I'm like, yeah, that's a good clown. Come on. That's a good clown. No, they're all horrifying. If somebody walked up to me today in full clown makeup in, in, a, in a costume, I would have every, every part of my body. I would be trying to fight back from just unleashing a fury of, of, you know, rights and lefts, kick them in the nuts. I don't know. And then running away in terror and <laughs> be like, ah, oh, don't, don't, don't hit him. Don't hit him. And then the guy says like, Hey, do you have the time? And then I pop him in the nose. Like, fuck you. You will not take my soul. <laughs> He's like, I just needed the time. I lost my, 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 my watch in the toilet. Oh my God. You monster. Seriously, if you're walking, especially if it's like dusk or just dark out and there's somebody that comes up and they're walking towards you and they're dressed as a clown, I'm walking to the other side of the street. If it's a crowd of teenagers, I'll walk right through them. Okay. They could be all wearing hoodies. Don't care. But if it's a clown, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck it. I'm not playing with my life. <laughs> Would you not? Would you not? Especially if it was a group of clowns. I'd be like, no, no, not today. Not today. <laughs> this is a test somehow. I need to escape. And I'm like, like if I have my kids with me, I just pick them up, pick them both up, pick them both up, flip them over my shoulders and be like, daddy's saving you. Hold on. <laughs> and the clowns are like, what's going on? Should we run too? I don't know. I don't, I'm confused. And then the other guy's like honking his nose. He's all, <laughs> like, oh, my God. On that note, I hope you guys had a great day. But what makes your day even better is if you're going to play some cornhole, you, your friends, family come over. And what better way to celebrate and have a good time than if you can whip out your own personal cornhole in your bags. It's so awesome. Go to Corn Tricks Cornhole. Dot com right now and check out their amazing Colorado themed cornhole bags. 
There's so many cool bags to choose from. You can even personalize them, which would be awesome. I would love to do that with like the Duff Uncensored logo. I think that would be neat or, you know, just put your last name on them. That would be really cool too. Uh, they also have legit shirts, hoodies, hats, even Colorado cornhole boards. And the boards and bags, these are legit. This is pro-level gear. Not the cheap stuff that you buy at sporting goods stores. Go to cornhole, excuse me, go to corntrickscornhole.com right now. Use promo code DeHuff to get 15% off your order. And if you love to play cornhole and you're good at it, well, prove it. The 2023 Colorado Cornhole State Championships are going down October 6th, 7th, and 8th, and you could be a part of it, and you could dominate the field. Oh, my God, that would be awesome. More information is at corntrickscornhole.com. That's corntricks, tricks with an X, cornhole.com. Hey, before we wrap this up, I got to tell you, this is kind of a neat idea. I don't know where my wife got this or if she just came up with it on her own. But when you have small kids, my kids are 8 and 10. And we're like, what What can we do that's just a little bit out of the norm, that's a little bit more fun and, I don't know, just kind of a good time? We're going to do a Stranger Things family night. And I know Stranger Things is kind of weird, but it's the kids love it. We We like the show, too. So they have at Walmart... Stranger Things ice cream, and then they have Stranger Things, I think, it, or or at least just Eggo waffles, too. So I think we might, we're thinking about, do we just do, like, waffles and ice cream, or do you mix them together and make, like, an Eggo ice cream sandwich, and then we watch the show and have a good time, have some snacks. We're, we're thinking about doing this on Friday night. And just be different with it. What do you guys think of that? Do you guys ever do stuff like that? Did you ever do that when you were a kid or when your kids were younger? I don't know. I we're, it, We want to have fun with the kids and, and think outside the box with them because they get bored with us. My, I got to change up my recipes at home because my kids are tired of the shit that I make. <laughs> They're like, pork chops again. Wow. Thanks, Dad. Pork chops and rice. Wow. Okay. And then the next day, oh, it's going to be chicken. Wow, chicken and rice. Congratulations, Dad. You're really knocking it out of the park with this one. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm trying my best, okay? So I need to, like, up my game. So they're getting bored with, with myself as well as just, you know, family entertainment. So we're, we're trying this. I'll let you know how it goes, see if they love it. And if you have some ideas of how we can spice it up and, and you want me to share it with just my family and or the podcast uh the Duff Uncensored podcast family, which we need to shorten that up. The the Dupe family. Dupe. Dup? Dup? I don't know. We got to think of a nickname for us, okay? <laughs> We're a family. You're a family just like you're my secret family, okay? Don't tell my wife or my kids, but you're part of my secret family, okay? Okay? When we're on Dateline and they're looking at the security footage of you and I goofing around in the dog food aisle doing like karate fights and whatever, you know, getting like cat toys that have like their giant springs and we're pretending to be, you know, maybe lightsabers. And they're like, no, those guys are innocent. They're dumb. They're dumb. Whatever. (laughs) 
Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. But anyway, you're my secret family. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. That's ultimately what the object, the, the God, my brain is fried. That's ultimately what the, I can't even think. Oh my God. Hopefully you guys laughed a little bit in this episode. That's honestly what my plan is every day is hopefully to put a smile on your face. So if you could make sure you hit that subscribe button, allow to get notifications every time there's a new episode and share it with your friends. If you're able big, thanks to sugar fire in Westminster. We'll see you on Monday night. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially with those $2 pints of Coors light. That's, that's insane. I'm going to have, I love it. Coors Light's just an easy, easy beer to drink. I have no problems with it. Also, big thanks to Burns and McCoy. Go to burnsandmccoy.com and use promo code DeHuff. Don't know how long that promo code's going to last, so you want to jump on that so you get 20% off. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys for listening. Have an amazing day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.